It's DTS 152, and E3 is now just a few weeks away. The Ark Strider is going to be playable. What else will we see? All that and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny The Show. What's good, everybody, and welcome to Destiny the Show, the Destiny news podcast to keep you the guardian ahead of the curve in the world of Destiny. I am BBK Dragoon, joined as always by my amazing co-host, Diddy. What's up, dude? You know, this week has been super strange for me. It was very nice weather at the beginning, then it just downpoured rain for two days, and now it's beautiful outside. Friday, we had Flynn's neuter, so he's now fixed, so he's been drugged up, and we've been taking care of him the last couple days. Uh, everything went well, and he's doing just fine. He's just uh, frustrated. We won't let him investigate what happened. So, uh, <laughs> Does he have the cone of shame? Fun. He does. We try and keep him out of it for the most part because he just gets super depressed and frustrated whenever he's wearing it. So um, during the day, we, we have this little like onesie camo suit that goes all the way around his body. Uh, yeah. I have pictures of it on my Twitter. If you want to check it out, it's actually really adorable. Uh, we also have a donut as well. It's kind of like a cone. It goes around your neck. Think like um, Renaissance men <laughs> with those really big ruffle <laughs> collar things. Yeah. Something like that. That's what he looks yeah. like. Um, so he can't get to it there. So we have all the tools necessary. And he's doing he's doing just fine. Excellent. So in the world of destiny and gaming, you and I played a bunch this week. Why don't we talk real briefly about what you did this last week? Favorite bits? I know probably Vault of Glass is going to be in there. Perfect. Bringer, fate bringer, got one exotic with arc damage. Oh, yes, I, got, I finally got the fate bringer, man. I am so happy when it dropped at the end of the uh, Templar challenge. Oh, that was beautiful. Yep, we raided Vault of Glass for the featured raid, got the challenge modes done. After a lot of tries, the Atheon challenge dude took us, oh, our crew, a lot Too of long. attempts. <laughs> Too long for some. We had to rearrange and get some new folks in there because it was taking so long. But I finally got my first Destiny Vex Mythoclast. And man, nice, dude. I've got the, what is it, Chrono Shot or whatever it's called, the ornament for it. And so that it was one of those like really surreal moments where it took us two and a half hours to get through the whole thing. Not because we were like a bad rating squad or anything, just because we were sort of just messing around. Nobody was really taking it seriously. <laughs> and, and the Atheon Challenge, while I don't think it's like insanely hard, it does require coordination and if you're all just sort of lackadaisical like me but we we grinded through the wipes and when i finally saw it on the postmaster i was like man that is a gun that i've wanted since year one and i'm not a giant <laughs> pve player so i think i only have like maybe 16 or 17 fog completions but wow it was like that gallerhorn moment all over again seeing that in the inventory was like so sweet and this week was doubly awesome diddy because huge shout outs to the folks over at destiny community podcast I was live streaming uh, over on twitch.tv slash bbkdragoon, shameless plug, on Thursday night, and we were running the nightfall, and all of a sudden we go from like 10 viewers to 500 viewers, because as DCP's <laughs> podcast finished up, they raided the stream, and I really just want to say thanks to everybody who was out there. If you're new and you're listening to the show and you're one of the people from the stream, let us know. Say hi to us on Twitter, at Destiny the Show. It was really, really stinking cool, Diddy, and... uh I got pretty nervous. I won't lie. I've never actually had a chat rolling <laughs> that stinking fast. But yeah, this a was a sweet week yep. for Destiny. Yeah, I mean, so many things. 
you know, even though there's really no new content coming out, right? But we're still playing the game. We're still enjoying it. We're still having fun. It's just having those moments with your friends, right? And with yeah. the, 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 the Destiny community, with the DCP rating, the, the stream. It's those moments that really make the gaming community, you know, feel so so loved, you know? It's it's so great to have those kinds of people out there who are willing to support other people in just, you know, talking about the game. So thank you guys and thanks all of our listeners. Yeah. Destiny is really unique in that particular aspect. It's the community that drives the game. It's the community that makes all of these experiences what they are. Yesterday I did a trials run with the Australian bros, Sassy and Aura, and it was like the most smooth, chill trials i've ever had diddy like we didn't drop a game we got to the lighthouse we were all using dumb loadouts but it just reminded me like as we're coming to the close the nostalgia feels are totally rigging true and i'm thinking back over the last almost three years of destiny one going i've got my money's worth i like this game not perfect mind you (laughs) there were many road bumps there were many things that angered and frustrated me but as a whole what a cool experience and now we get to go through it all again, fresh, new, improved, hopefully improved, in Destiny 2. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's pretty much uh, what we're going to be talking about today as well with uh, the new clan features coming in and what we want to see, hopefully, at, uh, at E3. With that said, let's hop into the news. News! So this week at Bungie brought with it some interesting news that Bungie's going to be at E3, but they're bringing something new. What is that? Arkstrider. The... Arc Hunter subclass is going to be playable on the floor. Finally, I mean, we saw the 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 Dawn Blade, we saw uh, the Fists of Havoc, and then we saw the Gunslinger at uh, the reveal. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to play the Captain America Titan Sentinel. Yeah, Sentinel. Thank you, <laughs> or the Arc Strider, or the Pole Dancer, as it's going to be loved or known <laughs> and loved as uh, throughout the Destiny community. So. We'll get to see that in action finally because we saw some some customization with the the retweaked subclasses that are returning, but the new subclasses, oh man, we cannot. This is the one that I'm the most interested about. You know, the Sentinel Titan, uh, we can see pretty much how it's going to work, right? But with the Arc Strider, it's like, well, this is kind of very similar to Blade Dancer. Let's see how it differs. So I'm really excited to see what happens. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for a positive surprise instead of, oh, it's Blade Dancer, but with a pole <laughs> this time. Now, the Homecoming campaign mission will be playable. Countdown, which is that new PvP game mode that everybody was playing at the LA reveal, will be playable. And the inverted Spire Strike, the same strike from the reveal, will also be there. However, I imagine that we're going to see some new cinematics or maybe a new gameplay trailer. I have a hard time believing that during all the presentations and throughout all the weekend, Bungie's not just going there to retout identical things that they talked about at the gameplay reveal. I imagine they've got a big list And on that list are little dates that they can start marking where they're allowed to talk about the next feature, the next thing that we're going to see with Destiny 2. If you had to speculate, Diddy, do you think we'll see maybe a new game mode, maybe information about progression? I think in the trailer we'll see maybe some more like Nova Bomb action or seeing the other (laughs) subclasses. Well, I really think that this is going to be the presentation that brings in brand new players, someone who's never played Destiny before. This is going to be one for the for the PC community, right? You know, with the reveal, it, I said it before, I really think it was geared towards winning the player back, the people who have played Destiny before that just have stopped playing the game for whatever reason, and people who currently play the game, current fans of the series. That's what the reveal was for, in my opinion. 
And with E3, E3 is that presentation that everybody from the gaming community, not just Destiny, is going to be looking at. And that's going to be the place where we see those those new and exciting things. Like, I'm thinking the trailers where it's got a big action sequence, then it cuts to the text on the screen. 16 PvP maps, 500 raids, three <laughs> guns, you decide. Something ridiculous like that. Uh, just more like statistics about the game you know we had this list uh the last couple weeks about things we still don't know about destiny 2 and one of them is you know going to be how the progression works how many story missions this is this is the main point of what i'm getting at here what we'll see at the e3 presentation how many story missions how many strikes how many crucible maps how many crucible modes of course just the one raid is confirmed fingers crossed for a second one but that's probably not going to happen until the expansion so uh that's that's kind of what i'm expecting yeah, and on that point, we're sort of thinking about the raid as if it's identical to how raids were in Destiny 1, right? <laughs> right Vault exactly. of Glass, two-hour experience. But what if they are taking the multi-tiered approach, and that raid has with it a three-month uh, lifespan or a shelf life, essentially, where, hey, we're going to open up the next wing of the raid a month after the first wing goes live, and each of those wings has three bosses. We don't know. We really don't know. So one raid could be a lot bigger or it could be exactly like it is in Destiny 1. Fingers crossed. I, I have just this sneaking suspicion, dude, that they know endgame content <laughs> is their bread and butter. With putting guided games in, I feel like there's going to be an investment into more robust endgame raids. Just my two cents. Now, we also learned in this week at Bungie. <laughs> Bungie, nice voice squeak there. <laughs> I need water. But we learned that this is our final balance pass. Like the patch that we're on now is the last one of Destiny 1. And I'm going to quote here. Age of Triumph was touted as the last update to Destiny. In our constant watch over the community, we've heard many of you asking if the current sandbox will get another design pass. Our sole focus at this time is Destiny 2. All hands at Bungie are committed to making Destiny 2 the sequel that this community deserves. We have a beta this summer. That will demand your bug reports. This fall, we'll begin an entirely new cycle of updates for a brand new game that we think will be the best answer to the feedback you've given us since the original launch of Destiny. Our hope is that you'll sense what all your feedback has meant to us when you get your chance to play Destiny 2 wherever or whenever that happens. End quote. So that paragraph essentially confirms Diddy Destiny 1 was a beta. Caparino Cappuccino. <laughs> but really, that's... But it's coming like, this summer. Yeah. We're taking your feedback instead of trying to mold destiny one and do another balance pass all the efforts going into destiny two guys what do you make of it what do you make of this being our final icebreaker sticky nade sidearm patch i don't think it's our you know, worst meta so just throwing that out there i think it's fun right now i mean there's not really too much i can complain about um in in the current balance state of things i mean it's it's kind of like this conversation is kind of like the conversation you have at work where, oh my God, you just made this mistake. How could you do this? What happened? What were you thinking? And it's just like, come on, guys, let's just move past it and move forward. Look ahead. Let's fix it and look towards the future. I think that's what Bungie's doing there. They're not really saying, you know, Destiny 1 was a mistake. That's that kind of that's kind of how I just came off. Oh my goodness. Um, so let me restart. I that. can save it. No, I can save it, Diddy. I've been watching <laughs> Battlestar Galactica and as Admiral Adama would say, we have oh to goodness. live with the decisions that we make and look forward. <laughs> we can't beat ourselves up over the past. So say we all. So say we all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, I get it. You're not trying to hammer it down. 
the community can definitely say Destiny 1, in many ways, Bungie had no clue the amount of time and engagement that people were going to put into it. They didn't know the average, like that first year, was three to four hours of daily play. The average, I mean, that's way higher than they expected. So it evolved into something that they didn't expect it to become, and that ultimately is going to change how it's going. This wasn't a surprise. I think we talked about this when Age of Triumph went live. We pretty much figured this is it for Destiny 1. I hate talking about balance because unless it becomes like an hour-long discussion where you go, but what about this minute detail? Oh, yes, and this small tendency. (laughs) You always get somebody who's like, you forgot to talk about X and Y. I don't mind this particular balance pass, and I think it's fine to go out on, not as optimal as it could be, but whatever. We've got the beta coming soon, and Destiny 2 is literally months away. Months. Less than 100 days at this point. That time is going to fly by, especially with like two weeks of a beta somewhere in between there. Oh man, that gets me really excited though. (laughs) All right, so let's hit a little bit further then on E3, Diddy. You talked about kind of wanting some more details on hard statistics, right? How many campaign missions? How many PvP maps? When are we going to hear about the PC release date? That's probably E3 at this point. That's what I I think. Yeah, if it's not before... E3, it has to be at E3. Like I said, E3 is the presentation that you know dr- brings in new players, new interests uh, into the into the game, and that that would be when you know that hey, PC community, you haven't played Destiny before, or you haven't had the opportunity to play Destiny before. We're doing it because we have a PC version now. Oh, just kidding! I don't know when you can play it. That yeah. that would be like the biggest disappointment for me. And uh, that's that's pretty much the main reason I uh, don't know if I'm going to be getting a console version or not because, like you said at the top of the show, I mean, if if the, if the PC releases a month out or more, I'm probably going to have to end up getting a console version, which would most likely be PlayStation, even though I started mainly played on the Xbox. Uh, going back to the roots, hitting up that PlayStation, you know? Totally, yeah. I think we should definitely talk about platforms a little bit later. Before we move on from E3, I'd like to see more detailed information about like the resolutions, right? More tech details because Scorpio, this that's like the big thing from this E3. What's it going to run like on Scorpio? We know that the GPU in Scorpio offers some advantages over the PS4 Pro and the specs of Scorpio look really impressive for a console. So is it going to be running Destiny 2 at 4K 2160p, like true 4K? Because I have a sneaking suspicion PS4 Pro is probably going to be checkerboarded 4K or like 1800p or something really close. Whereas Scorpio probably has the juice to run 2160p. Um, The beta release date announcement, I highly expect from E3. I think that would be a huge missed opportunity if they don't. And you hit the nail on the head. This is their chance to reach the wider audience where the Destiny 2 reveal was very much centered around the player base. Uh, This is their chance to go after the more... Um, nonchalant, casual person who's like, yeah, I I picked up Destiny 1, or that looked cool, I was somewhat interested in it. Do you think we'll see maybe the announcement of a theater, spectator mode, new PvP stuff, or will it remain pretty much the same company line as the reveal? I'm really hoping it's not the same company line. I mean, the theater mode and the spectator mode, I think, would come with the that trailer that I was talking about with the the text, 15 story missions, theater mode would just blow everybody's minds, right? Yeah. Just those two words or even spectator mode. I mean, those words on the screen at E3 for Destiny 2 would be 
the biggest surprise to me, I think. Yeah. That, that's, that would be fantastic. So if we see it, we'll see it at E3. I don't think any time before. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's move on and talk about that platform discussion that we were just breaching. Uh, as a podcast, like as you and I players, we have been playing on Xbox One primarily for all of Destiny 1's lifespan. That's mainly where a lot of our friends were. That was the place that we could do um, raids. You know, before Destiny, the show, we didn't have a big wide net of a Destiny community. Whereas now, we have people on PS4 who we'd love to play with, and we've just not really made that at the forefront or a priority. It's hard to maintain two platforms. I will say, dude, my PS4 character is 375. I'm like this nice. close <laughs> to being able to do some endgame stuff with people. But with Destiny 2, I'm going to be starting on the PlayStation 4 and then picking up the PC copy when it releases and trying to maintain those two platforms. Uh, depending on you know progression, how things work, I may end up trying to maintain Xbox One as well just to play with some buddies but I want to start on the PS4 and have that going for us this time because exclusive content, man. I still want to like play some of those PvP PS4 maps and <laughs> some of the you know the PS4 Strike and Zed Meteor. I want Zed Meteor. So, you, like you mentioned, what's your sort of threshold of starting on the PS4 versus PC? Uh, PS4, you know. Of course, this is all dependent on the PC release date revealed at E3, right? Uh, yeah. If they don't reveal it before, I, I don't, okay. Anyways, the, the a month, I think, 30 days from when uh, September 8th rolls around, that's the console launch. If, if Destiny 2 on PC doesn't hit in 30 days after that, I'm probably going to get up and get a, a PlayStation copy of it because I, <laughs> I can't wait that long, you know, man. I, I want to play the new content. I'm a huge Destiny fan, and I just I want to jump in, even though if that means, uh, you know, doing the two characters. And I was talking about this um, in our Discord uh, with a couple of the DTS guys, uh, you know, talking about what about a character transfer or uh, how that's going to work. And they haven't officially said anything yet, but, you know, from last-gen consoles to current-gen consoles, they did a one-time account transfer um, for you to, you know, continue playing. Um, if the PC release date is three months out, you know, I could see that might be a possibility. If you start on the console, they're able to transfer that account to uh, the PC if that's where you want to go. Um, so that might be the route that I'll have to take. But I don't. I think am so excited about PC Destiny because that's that's where my heart is. That's where I want to be. But uh, if I have to, I'll, I'll jump in on the console. Gotcha. I don't think there's going to be an upgrade option from console to PC. I could totally be wrong. I just remember hearing developers confirming there will be no cross-save functionality in Destiny 2. The platform that you pick is the platform that character's data is going to live on. Now, that could totally be wrong. Totally be wrong. But uh, I don't know. I I think, just looking back, I have no complaints. I thought the Xbox One version ran exceptionally. I I can't really notice the difference between the PS4 and the Xbox One version really at all. Um, So... Whatever platform you guys are going to be getting Destiny 2 for, I think they've done a pretty good job making it a uniform experience. Now, PC, obviously, ah, uh, yeah, Diddy. It's going to look good. <laughs> it's going to feel good. And I think it's going to play pretty well also. Let's move on as my voice goes out there for a second. Let's talk about clan features that we want to see. There's a bigger emphasis in Destiny 2 on clans. Obviously, the guided game feature, which we've talked about in detail before, is going to be 
one of the most used matchmaking-ish tools in the game. What do we want to see as people who have managed a clan moving forward? Um, so a lot of the clan features are moving into the game, which is fantastic, right? You'll be able to uh, create... It, it sounds like they're creating more of almost like a guild hall or guild house roster inside uh, the Destiny game, which is perfect. But, you know, like you said, as admins of a clan, I want to see more options that allow me to see how long people have been members, see when the last time they played Destiny was, because currently the the only way to see that is to go onto Bungie.net or Bungie.net and look at your admin tools, look at the, the member list, and then go to that player's profile and then go into their Destiny character to see when the last game they played was. It's just way too many hurdles, and I just want to see a date, right? I want to see if this person hasn't played Destiny in four years, and the limit is capped, which it currently is at 100 per console. He's filling up a spot for someone who is playing the game right now, this second, who wants to be part of the clan. I want to be able to make that spot available for him or her. And I just I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to actually manage the members of my clan and have it fully rostered and fully active so that uh, you know my clan mates can have the best experience possible if they... They want to find someone to play with. They have a, lo- lo- a list, a roster of active players always playing the game and always willing to play the game as well. Yeah, raise the clan member cap so we can have more than 100 within the clan. I think that's mandatory. Improve the features so that we can actually... Guys, just how cumbersome it is, if we want to find out who's been inactive so we can clear up slots for new people who want to join in, there's no way to organize names alphabetically. So if you have a group that has four or 500 people in it, now the group is different than, like, obviously the clan. You have to go through the group list unalphabetically to look for that one specific name, go to their profile, and then specifically remove them from the group as a whole, not just remove from the clan. And so from an administrative standpoint, we have to see better back-end tools. Otherwise, clans are going to be completely... Like, really hard to manage. And that's been one of our biggest frustrations because we want to get a lot of the active members in the Discord into the DTS clan, and we're usually trying to fill up those slots, but it's so time-consuming to see, hey, this guy really hasn't played anything since House of Wolves. Nothing personal, but we'd rather open this slot to somebody who's looking to raid with us. I mean, we did that just this week, Diddy with Vault of Glass. We pulled somebody from the clan roster to help us complete the raid because Mm -hmm. we needed to fill that slot, and that's what I hope to see happening with Destiny 2 is that clan roster, you can keep it active. You can make sure those members maintain the standards that you want your clan to portray. Even like more than ever, it's important to have your clan values and to demonstrate them because you have clan levels. You have seasons, and now you have... Oh, yeah, we didn't, we didn't even really talk about seasons on the show. We'll have to do that next week, Diddy. But when you're doing guided games, you want to give a good impression. That's really what I'm saying in a long-winded way, you know? Yeah, I mean, we've got people in the clan who we think are great leaders, you know, people who are always looking to form groups and take other members who have never raided before through the raid or through strikes or through Crucible or whatever. Say they're doing the, the mountain, that Crucible quest line that took forever until they nerfed it or buffed it, whichever. Um, and then, you know, people willing to help with anything. Like having those resources available in the clan are fantastic. You know, the clan is not just managed by you or I. It's everybody in the clan 
helping everybody else, right? It's, it's that mesh that keeps everything together and really strong. Totally. Yep. I hear what you're saying. Well, that's going to do it for this week's Destiny of the Show. A little bit shorter. You know, we had a brief respite of news, but we're a week and a half away. E3 is June 13th, and it actually starts sooner for some of the presentations because the Xbox thing, I think, begins on Monday. E3 is now like a full week. It's pretty crazy. So if any of you guys are going to E3, shout out. Let us know about it at Destiny of the Show on Twitter. This is the first year, I think, that you can actually buy tickets to go to E3. Um, Maybe they partially did that last year, but... I think this is going to be a really cool venue. We're going to get new gameplay, and of course, we're going to get to see what PC footage looks like. So, Diddy, where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash Diddy, D-T-S, D-I-T-T-Y, D-T-S. That has really cute pictures of Flynn in his little onesie. And uh, YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. Head to DestinyTheShow.com for all the links from today and more. Follow us on Twitter at DestinyTheShow. You can find me at BBKDragoon on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. I'm now streaming once a week, at least Friday night, and I'm trying to get two streams in a week. It's been going pretty good so far, mainly Destiny, and I'm playing a lot of times with people from the chat. So thanks for listening. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you next time.